Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. The Fall Part 1 by Story Makes I looked up and saw thousands of points of light against an inky black backdrop. The faint outline of tree branches jutting out was all that broke the massive carpet of black with its vast array of bright white pinpoints. I briefly wondered what happened to the roof, or for that matter my bedroom ceiling. It took my mind long seconds to even realize my bed was far too hard and the noises were those of the woods rather than my bedroom. I groaned audibly when I tried to move, pain and stiffness seeming to radiate from every joint in my body as I tried to sit up and make sense of my surroundings. My head spun as if on one of those old steel playground merry-go-rounds. I closed my eyes and allowed the sudden wave of nausea to pass, only to be replaced by a massively huge headache. Slowly my mind processed what I saw and felt around me, the ground, the trees, the dampness of the air and my clothes, and of course the sounds of morning in the woods. It was still dark, so I couldn't have been out too long. The steel ladder at my feet and my crossbow lying next to me were the clues my mind needed to complete the picture. I'd fallen. Well, not exactly. My tree stand had apparently broken loose as I climbed up to hunt. I just remembered it being lighter than this. I clearly was unconscious for some amount of time, but seconds or minutes I did not know that I pulled my phone out of my pocket to check the time, waves of nausea washing over me each time I moved my head. Concussion. Yep, that's what this was. I must have hit my head in the fall. I tried to keep my head still as I surveyed my body for obvious injuries while I tried to get my phone out of my pocket. Shit. I mumbled when I saw the broken screen. I experimentally moved my legs and then picked myself up. I reached out and took two stumbling steps toward the tree to brace myself as more waves of nausea swept over me. I think I'll just sit a few more minutes. I mumbled as I lowered myself to the ground and rested my back against the big tree that used to support my stand. Still pretty early. I mumbled as I looked to the sky to see if the sun was coming up yet. Something didn't quite make sense yet. The sky was already lightening up when I walked in. How could it be darker that before? I closed my eyes to shut out the next wave of nausea my body threatening to spew out the contents of my stomach. I sat with my eyes closed for long minutes before I opened them again that I could feel the warmth on my back even before I opened my eyes. The sounds of squirrels and birds invading my troubled dream. It took long seconds for my eyes to focus on the tree stand laying in front of me, my cross bow under it as well. I turned my head slowly, trying to understand the pain behind my eyes. Oh yeah. I mumbled as my mind put the pieces together. I must have fallen back asleep, since the sun was now high in the sky and it had been dark what felt like only a few minutes ago. I pushed myself up from the ground, instantly regretting the move as my head spun and my mouth watered in preparation for what I was powerless to stop. In moments I was on my hands and knees, my body convulsing and retching, as my stomach tried to eject what wasn't there. Fuck. I mumbled when I could more or less control my body again. I pulled my crossbow from under my stand and gingerly started walking the half-mile path back to my truck. It was usually such a short walk. But this time it was every bit as arduous as if I were dragging a 300-pound deer on the rugged path. Twice I stopped to throw up again, each time feeling more drained than the time before. By the time I finally walked up to where my truck was parked, it was all I could do to climb into the cab. Damn! I mumbled as I sat for long minutes staring out the windshield without even trying to put the key in the ignition. Finally I found the energy to stick the key in and start the truck. Driving was another thing altogether. I pulled out of the wooded dirt track they called a forest road and painfully bounced my way onto the two-lane rural highway. It seemed like the effort to even keep the pedal push was too hard and my speed kept falling, one moment going double nickel and the next all the way down to thirty-five. I suppose I shouldn't have been surprised when red and blue flashing lights showed up in my rearview mirror. Yes, ma'am? I asked as the lady state trooper walked up the side of my truck and stood by my now rolled-down window. Morning, sir. May I see your license and registration, please? Yes, ma'am. I answered, groaning as I leaned over far enough to dig my wallet out of my pants. You all right, sir? She asked as I straightened up with another groan and opened my wallet. Not so hot, ma'am. I answered honestly as I handed over my license. I feel like crap. She looked down at it, and then back at me. Mr. Williams. You were driving pretty erratically back there. Have you been drinking today? No, ma'am. 
I answered. I was hunting and somehow fell out of my tree stand. Are you injured? She asked, her tone changing from one of command and disdain to concern. I don't think so, ma'am. Stiff and sore but my head is killing me. I feel like I want to just go lay in bed a while. Sounds like you might have a head injury. Would you like me to call an ambulance? Oh, I don't think so. It's not too far home from here and then I can just rest. I told her. If you have a head injury you really shouldn't be driving. Why don't you at least let me drive you home? She said looking down at my license again to see my address. Really? I'll be fine. It's only a few more miles. I protested. She stood and stared at me for long seconds. For a moment I thought she might force me to abandon my truck here. Honest, I'll be fine. I said as firmly as I could muster. All right, sir. Tell you what. I'll follow you home. If you start being dangerous I'll pull your ass over and take you home in handcuffs. She said sternly as she handed me my license back. Yes, ma'am. I answered before she turned and walked back to her cruiser. I waited for her lights to go off and then pulled back onto the highway, being extra careful to watch my speed and stay in my lane. True to her word she followed me all the way home, pulling into the driveway behind me. Is this where you live? She asked as she walked up to where I was climbing from my truck. Yes, ma'am. I answered weakly. Well, let's get you inside then. She said, reaching for my arm to stabilize me. Thanks. But I'll be fine from here. I mumbled. It's okay. I'll help you. It's being a quiet Sunday morning anyway. Sunday? Did you say it was Sunday? All morning. Why? Because I went out hunting Saturday morning. What happened to Saturday? I asked in confusion. Sir, I'm pretty sure you have a head injury. You should be going to the hospital, not to bed. Oh God, no. I hate hospitals. I protested. Well, if you lost a whole day, you probably need to eat something. You have food to eat. Yeah. But my stomach doesn't much feel like food at the moment. How about soup? You have some soup? In the kitchen. I answered as she led me down the hall toward my bedroom. I think I can make it from here. No, that's fine. I'm here, I'll help you. Honest officer. I'll be fine. It's Jenny. And you'll be fine when I say you're fine. You really need a hospital. I should just cuff your ass in the cruiser and take you myself. She said sternly. Honesty, I don't need a hospital. I protested with all the strength I could muster. A few ibuprofen and some rest, and I'll be fine. That isn't how concussions work. Honestly, I don't have a concussion. Actually, you probably do. She said as we stepped into the bedroom. Now, if you're going to not go to the hospital, we might as well get you in bed. Let's get these off. She said reaching for the front buttons on my scent blocker shirt. I can undress myself. I protested quietly as she undid button after button. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. She said with a frown. Don't make this harder than it has to be. If I have to, I'll cuff you and do it anyway. Yes, ma'am. I muttered resignedly. Jenny. She almost snapped at me as she pushed the shirt off my shoulders. Jenny. I repeated quietly. There were few wasted motions in her efforts to undress me. She knelt in front of me, untied my boots and helped me lift each foot, offering her shoulders to hold to balance myself. It had been a long time since a woman, any woman, undressed me, so I wasn't particularly surprised that I had a hard-on. I was surprised when still kneeling in front of me that she undid my pants and pulled them and my briefs down together. My hard dick sprung out of the elastic waist of my underwear and nearly slapped her in the face as she pushed my pants down. Somehow it just hadn't occurred to me that she was going to take off all my clothes. Damn big gun there, sailor. She said with a grin as she looked up at me. Good thing it didn't hit me or I'd have had to arrest you for assault with a deadly weapon. I'm. Yeah. Sorry. I mumbled as she reached for my hands again, pulling them toward her shoulders for balance. I lifted each foot as she commanded, my engorged dick brushing her cheek as she moved around in front of me. For half a second I thought she was going to just open her mouth and take me in, but at that last second she turned her head, her cheeks flushing light pink. I'd better make you that soup. She mumbled as she stood up in front of me. She pulled the covers on the bed back and gently pushed me toward the waiting bed, covering me once I had laid down. Back in a few minutes. She said as she turned and walked out the bedroom door. Damn. I muttered to myself as I listened to her bustling around in the kitchen. Why the hell is she doing this? I mean hell, she's a cop. Cops don't do this kind of thing. What was that? She called down the hallway. I didn't say anything. I called back. Oh. Okay. I thought you said something.
No problem. She answered from the kitchen. I lay quietly, listening to her humming some tune in her head as she waited for the microwave to finish heating the soup. A few moments after it beeped, she was walking into my room with a tray containing a bowl of soup, crackers and a glass of water. She stopped next to the bed and waited expectantly. Going to sit up or should I feed this to you laying down? Oh yeah. I answered as I stared at her, her belt of police stuff no longer around her waist, her uniform shirt and bulletproof vest she had been wearing also gone, leaving her in just her uniform pants and a white t-shirt, her surprisingly ample chest now partly visible through the thin shirt. She clearly didn't have a bra on and her obviously hard nipples jutted out, making two large bumps in the shirt at each breast. I finally got the hint when she huffed in exasperation and moved to put the tray down. I pushed the covers back and pushed myself up to a sitting position, moving my pillow to support my back. Much better. She said as she leaned over to set the tray on my legs, her tits moving away from her body and stretching the t-shirt material as the weight of the orbs pulled down. Don't go getting any ideas. I just didn't want to get anything on my shirt. She said quietly as she arranged things on the tray, not seeming to be in any hurry to straighten up. I didn't say anything. I answered her in surprise. Though I wouldn't quite admit even to myself that I was wishing she'd kept going and taken the t-shirt off too. But you were thinking it. She said with a slightly wry smile. Thinking what? Wondering what a cop's tits looked like. They looked the same as any other woman's tits. She said as she sat down on the edge of the bed. Now eat your soup. Maybe if you're a good boy and finish it all up I'll give you a peek before you go back to sleep. I had absolutely no idea where this was coming from. Yeah I was suddenly turned on by how she looked, but I'd never in a thousand years suggest to any police officer that she flash me her tits. She sat patiently as I ate, taking several minutes to finish the hot chicken soup she'd made. With the last scoop from the bowl she stood up, pulled the bottom of the t-shirt from her pants, and skimmed it up and over her head, leaving her naked from the waist up. She dropped the shirt on the bed and then leaned over to collect the tray, grinning widely at me as her tits swung tantalizingly in front of me. She stayed bent far longer than she needed to to get the tray, and then finally stood up and walked away with the tray. Damn. I muttered to myself as she walked down the hall that I was still trying to figure her out when she came back, carrying her uniform stuff. She set the clothes on the bed and reached for her shirt. With the white t-shirt in one hand she undid her belt and the front of her pants, pushing them down to her knees. This is what a cop's underwear looks like. She said with a grin as she stood naked from the knees up, with the exception of a pair of lacy, pink bikini briefs. But if you think I'm going to show you more you're sorely mistaken. She said with mock severity while she shook out her shirt, her tits wiggling with each move she made. She pulled the shirt over her head and down, unfortunately covering her pink panties. No. I'm not going to flash my pussy for you. She said without the smile leaving her face. She reached for the vest and pulled it on over the shirt, settling it down on her shoulders and encasing her torso in the heavy, stiff protection. Leaving her pants around her knees she reached for her uniform shirt and holding it, stopped to look at me. Damn. I can't refuse you anything? Can I? She said before she reached up under the hem of the t-shirt and pulled the panties down, leaving them around her thighs while the t-shirt fell back to cover where the panties had been. See. Can't see anything anyway. She said as she started putting her uniform shirt on, her motions briefly lifting the hem of the shirt enough to show a glimpse of the juncture of her legs and the blonde curls hiding her pussy. She slowly buttoned her uniform shirt, working from the top down until there was nothing left to do but pull up her underwear and pants. Looking more at me than what she was doing, she pulled the hem of both shirts up, exposing her bare pussy and mound for several seconds as she worked her panties up her thighs and settled them back in place. Shows over, sweetie. She said as she smoothed both shirts down and then pulled her uniform pants up, tucking her shirt tails in as she closed her pants. And that's how a cop dresses. She said as if answering a question I never asked. She put on her belt with all her police-type tools and then leaned over the bed and kisses my forehead. If you don't mind I think I'll come back later if I can and check on you. I still think you should go to the hospital. I appreciate everything you've done for me, but I'll be fine, honestly. Uh Uh-huh. I'll come check later anyway. Get some sleep now. She commanded before she walked away. I heard the front door close and a minute later her car pull out and drive away. Damn. I said to myself as I slid down in the covers and closed my eyes that I didn't know if my state trooper came back or not. I apparently slept straight through the rest of Sunday and Sunday night, waking up and looking at the clock at seven the next morning. My head still hurt, but not as badly, at least nothing a few ibuprofen wouldn't cure that I made my way to the shower and stood for long minutes under the hot water before drying off and shaving three days worth of beard off my face. 
Next was food. I was surprisingly hungry, but then the only food I'd eaten in three days was the chicken soup. I decided to just hit McDonald's on the way to work. The drive through was as quick as always, which was to say, not very. I waited in line to get to the order board, waited more to get to the pay window, and then waited more to get to the food window. I began to wonder if I had something inviting written on my forehead, the way the girls on the other side of the window smiled at me. Not just a high good morning smile, but a high I want to crawl into your lap kind of smile. I've seen those smiles before, but usually from women more my age, middle-aged, that had been plied with several drinks to loosen their zippers. I dismissed it as my still adult brain misreading the looks that I ate my two Egg McMuffins on the way to work and was still sipping the Coke as I walked into my office. I dropped heavily into my desk chair, feeling almost as tired as I would be at the end of a long day of mental engineering gymnastics. I turned on my computer and tried to get my head around the problem I'd left unfinished on Friday. Hey Robert. I heard Tanya, a tall, well-endowed, willowy blonde that was at least ten years younger than I, say as she walked into my office. I looked up at her, shifting my attentions from my computer to her. She had something of a reputation in the department. Not exactly a good reputation. As I heard the tale, one of the younger engineers asked her out, and she replied that she had the desire to either get into an emotional entanglement, nor a quick fuck relationship with a co-worker, so unless he had business other than one of those two proposals he was invited to leave her cubicle. I wasn't sure the story was true, but it certainly fit the demeanor I'd picked up on over the last two years. Jesus Robert, you look like shit. Are you okay? Oh, a little off I guess. I answered. A little off? You look like death half warmed over. Are you sick? No. I fell out of a tree stand Saturday. I admitted with a frown. Guess I hit my head or something. She stepped toward and then around the desk, leaning over toward me as she pushed my tilting chair back. She tilted the chair as far as she could and then moved her face in front of mine, looking into my eyes. She gently lifted each eyelid in turn with her delicate little hands and then shook her head. Hell of a lot more than or something. You've been having headaches? A few. How few? Well, just one really. Since I woke up Sunday morning? You were out for half a day? Well, actually a whole day. I answered as she lay her fingers along my neck to feel my pulse. Damn. A whole day? Did you at least go to the hospital and get checked out? No, why? She frowned at me, her face less than a foot away. You. Are an idiot. She said without moving her face. After several seconds pause, she straightened and moved both hands to one of mine. She gripped my hand and then pulled. Come on. I'm taking you to the hospital. You have a concussion at the very least, maybe more. I don't need to. I started to protest. I'm not taking a no for an answer. Now get your butt out of that chair, mister, and come with me. I frowned and allowed her to pull me up out of the chair. She didn't even give me time to grab the light jacket I'd worn to the office before she was dragging me by the hand out the door and through the engineering department. Several heads turned to watch us as we walked by, her hand pulling me along, maintaining an uncharacteristic physical connection. She pulled me along, out the door into the staff parking lot, and across the lot to a small sporty-looking car. She stopped at the car, fished a small remote from the pocket of her small skirt, and pressed the button. She opened the passenger door and practically forced me to get into her car. How could you be so unthinking? Not going to the hospital after being knocked out for a whole day. Men. She huffed as she pressed the start button on the car and pulled her seat belt over her lap and shoulder. She twisted around to back out of the parking spot, and then turned back forward again, dropping the car into drive and then accelerating quickly down the line of parked cars, headed toward the entry gate. It wasn't an overly long drive to the hospital, but it was somewhat uncomfortable, for me at least. Why do you do things like this? I always thought you were much smarter than that. She said with a frown as she drove down the city street at easily twice the speed limit, headed for the on-ramp of the interstate running through the city. I didn't know you thought about it at all. I answered honestly, never having known her to really pay any attention to me other than what was required for us to work together. How could I not think of you at all? Why do men always think that if a woman isn't trying to get into their pants that they don't care? She said with a slight shake of her head. She reached across the center console to grab one of my hands and pull it over to her side of the car, setting my palm on her nylon-covered thigh, just below the hem of the very short skirt that she had on. A skirt that, incidentally, hiked up her legs substantially when she slipped into the bucket seat. She held my hand on her thigh, pressing my fingers slightly between her legs. I could feel my fingertips touching the lacy top band of the apparently thigh-high stockings. There. 
Now does that say I don't care? She asked more softly, still looking out the windshield as she veered the car off the city street and down the on-ramp. She accelerated even faster, merging onto the 60-mile-an-hour road at least 15 miles an hour faster. You could slow down. I mean I'm not dying, I said uneasy at her high rate of speed. Of course you're not. Don't even joke about it. But you might be and I'm not taking that chance. She snapped. Okay. But slow down a little, okay? It's not worth getting a ticket or in an accident. I said as she wove between several slower cars, and by slower I mean only going a little over the speed limit. If you insist, she said quietly, backing off the accelerator and slowing the car down to a more respectable five over the speed limit. I'll never understand men, she muttered quietly, giving me a sidelong look. I sat with my hand on her thigh, trying hard not to let my cock get hard, and failing. I mean she is a damn good-looking woman, even if she is a bit younger than I am. The short, colorful dress she had on did little to hide the hardening of her nipples as she drove, her hand on mine, sliding it closer to her pussy if anything. It was pretty obvious to me that was her intention as we turned off the highway and onto another city street for the final two blocks to the hospital, her hand pulling mine almost all the way up under her skirt before she let go to turn into the parking lot. I felt her leg move under my hand, my palm now resting on the lacy top of her stocking and my fingertips resting on the smooth, silky material of her underwear. Okay. We're here. She said with a smile, reaching down and pressing my hand against her leg briefly before sliding it off her leg. She swiveled herself out of the car and stood up, her skirt still hiked up momentarily, showing me the powder blue panties she had on from behind before she smoothed her skirt down again. She walked around the car as I climbed out, and wrapped one arm around my waist to hold me up while she pulled one of mine around her shoulders, as if I would fall if her hip wasn't pressed tightly to mine. I let her have her way, just to prevent the argument, as she walked me into the emergency room. My friend here has a concussion. She announced to the nurse behind the counter. Has he had a head injury? Yes. Saturday. She answered for me. All right. The nurse said, looking around and then motioning to an orderly, who wheeled a chair out for me. Sit right here, sir. He said quietly, helping me settle gently down in the wheelchair. Tanya did a surprising job of filling out the paperwork, getting everything correct with the exception of my social security number and the year of my birth. We moved to the waiting room and sat for only a few short minutes before another woman in a professional-looking skirt and blouse came and wheeled me to a small room with little more than a desk and a computer. You don't mind if I stay, do you? Tanya asked hopefully. I shrugged as the woman sat down in front of the computer to start processing the paperwork that the hospital needs to get paid for whatever they were about to do. No. That's okay by me, unless you want to get back to work. I'll be fine here. Don't be silly. I'm not going anywhere she said with a little frown. After about a hundred questions about how it happened, what happened after, who my insurance was etc., a nurse in dark purple scrubs came and collected me, wheeling me to a treatment room. She closed the door and helped me move from the chair to the bed. The door opened and Tanya slipped in, apparently not content to wait outside the room. We're going to get him undressed. You might want to wait outside. The nurse said softly, not wishing to be rude but also trying to be helpful. Oh, that's okay. He won't mind. She said with a little shrug and grin, reaching for my hand. She gave it a little squeeze and then stood next to the bed waiting expectantly. The nurse looked down at me questioningly, to which I shrugged. I had no idea what Tanya's thing was, but this was the first time I'd ever seen any interest in anyone in the engineering department, let alone me. What was I going to do? Tell her that I didn't want her in here. I mean I had mixed feelings about it, but to be honest, my head wasn't working quite as well as it should be anyway. I shrugged and simply said, If she wants to stay, that's fine. Okay then. The nurse said, reaching out for my shirt, pulling on my polo shirt to pull it out of my pants. She pulled it gently up letting me lift my arms to pull it all the way off. She folded the shirt and set it on the foot of the bed before reaching for my shoes, untying each one and pulling them off to set on the end of the bed next to my shirt. She powered the back of the bed from its current sitting position down, so I was laying almost flat. She undid my belt and pants and then with an experienced hand worked my pants down under my butt, pulling them down my thighs and off. She folded them wordlessly and set them with my shirt. She moved to the control to tilt the bed back up, and after a few moments of hesitation, left the bed down flat and reached for my jockey boxer briefs. I think we can get rid of these too. The nurse said, gently tugging my boxers down over my ass, leaving the front momentarily covering my half-hard cock. 
With the material down as far as she could go without pulling the front down, she slid her fingers along the waistband and lifted and pulled the front down, letting my partially hard cock lay completely exposed as she slid my underwear down my legs. Wow. Tanya whispered as she stared at my half-hard cock. I blushed slightly as the nurse moved to motor the bed up again, moving me back to a sitting position before turning to get the hospital gown off the counter behind her. Here you go. The nurse said, spreading the gown over my body and sliding it up my arms. These damn things are made to get on and off easily for someone who's bettered in. At that they excel. Unfortunately, I think Tanya's dress was longer than this hospital gown, let alone the fact that if I got up my ass would be sticking out completely bare. Okay, let's do the vitals now. She said as she rolled the little blood pressure machine over to the bed. She took my arm and pulled it straight while she put the cuff around my bicep. Just relax your arm. She coached softly as she lay my arm on the bed with my hand just laying on the edge. While the machine was pumping the cuff full of air, she leaned against the side of the bed, leaning partly over me to make her stethoscope reach my chest. I wondered why she stood so far down the bed until I felt pressure against my hand. I looked down and saw that the juncture of her legs pressed against my fingers as I held my arm reasonably straight. Just a few more moments. Breath deep. She whispered as she pressed her scrub and panty-covered pussy against my fingers and listened to my chest with her scope. I did as she asked and breathed deeply while she moved the stethoscope around my chest, moving the still-untied hospital gown lower and lower as she moved the scope around on my chest. Well, everything seems to be okay there. She said a little breathlessly, looking down at my now-engorged cockhead sticking up from under the now-folded back gown. She paused for a moment, staring down at it before pulling the gown up. Dr. Swartz should be in shortly. She said before picking up the table computer and making some notes. I'll be back when I can. She said before bustling out the door. Goodness. Tanya whispered as she looked at the door. I thought she'd never get done. Get done doing what? I asked quizzically. Well, with what she had to do so she could leave. I mean this is the first time I've seen you naked. Yeah. About that. I'd appreciate it if you didn't blab around about this. It's kinda embarrassing. What? Being naked in front of me? She asked as if being naked in front of her were the most natural thing in the world. Not exactly. I answered her, not quite sure how to say what was on my mind. Oh. You mean the hard-on? I think it's kinda good looking. Yeah. Well. It's kinda embarrassing. I muttered. Oh well, if you want I can take care of it. I'm sure it'll be a while before they come back. Tanya! I exclaimed as she folded the bottom of my gown up to completely expose my cock. I know. I'd rather have you inside me too, but this is the best I can do right now. She said as she leaned over the bed and quickly engulfed my cock with her mouth. She wrapped her hand around my shaft and pushed her hand and mouth down my cock, stopping only when my head hit the back of her throat. She pulled up, sliding her lips wetly along my shaft, her tongue teasing back and forth under my head as she did. Yum! She said before closing her lips around it again and pressing back down on me. Up and down she bobbed her head, moaning softly in pleasure as she worked my cock. Tanya! This isn't right. I managed to groan after some time. She pulled her face off my cock and grinned at me. Yeah. I know. How about you give me a little finger action? She asked, hiking her skirt of her dress up to her waist. She reached for her panties and quickly pushed them down, wiggling her legs to get them to fall down before stepping out of them. Standing with her dress hem pulled up and her shaved mount exposed, she reached for one of my hands, pulling it to her pussy and pressing my fingers between her legs. I know you haven't done this to me before, but there's a first time for everything, right? You seriously want me to finger you here? I asked her incredulously. Well, yeah. I mean unless you want me to climb up and fuck you right here. If it was a private room I would, but this is the ER after all. She said with a frown, clearly confused about what she thought was my reluctance to return the favor she was doing me. No. I didn't mean that. I mean. Why now? Why here? What? Why am I sucking your cock? I don't have to if you don't want me to. She said almost angrily, flipping the bottom of my gown down over my hard-on and then pulling her skirt back down. She moved away from the end of the bed and leaned against the counter, her arms crossed in front of her angrily. Her sudden change in mood, held the whole thing was confusing. I didn't understand why she was, well, wrapped around the axle the way she was. I've never seen her concerned about me in any way, other than being friendly at work. Certainly nothing that would indicate any attraction or sexual interest. Mr. Williams? I'm here to take you down for a CT scan. 
a young little nurse said, as she pushed a wheelchair into the room. Gotta still see if I have a brain? I joked. Gotta see if you're bleeding into it. She said seriously. Now. Come on, let's just swing your legs over and have a seat here. She said as she stopped the wheelchair next to the bed. She lifted several blankets from the seat of the chair and then patted the padded seat for me. I swung my legs down over the side and stood up, the little nurse wrapping an arm around me to guide me down into the chair while I tried to close the back of the gown. No worries. She said sweetly as she helped me adjust the gown. They don't make these things for privacy, do they? Not hardly. Well, no problems here. She said as she unfolded a blanket and lay it over my lap. This'll help. Thanks. Your wife is welcome to come along if she wants. The nurse said with a smile. Oh, she's not my wife. I answered. Oh, girlfriend then? Still more than welcome to come. No, not that either. Just a friend from work. Ah, okay. Well, friend from work. You're welcome to come along or just wait here. We'll be gone at least 15 minutes to half an hour. I'll wait here. She said, her voice still tinged with irritation. No problem. Back soon. The little nurse said as she backed me out of the room and then pushed me down the hall. We wound our way down a series of corridors, each busy with people bustling from one place to another. She finally paused to swipe her ID card across a pad next to a door, which swung open automatically. She wheeled us through the door, which closed behind us. So this is the cat scanner. It's always a bit chilly in here, so once we get you on the table I'll cover you with a couple more blankets. That'd be nice. I said, practically starting to shiver in the chilly room. She pushed the chair over to the machine and locked the wheels while she helped me get up to move to the hard plastic table. Here we go. She said, standing in front of me and lifting me under the armpits to encourage me and balance me. I moved to the plastic table, sitting on a blanket she had laid on it. Once I was sitting she helped me lay down, and then covered me with two more blankets. She held out a pair of plastic earphones. You get to have these so you can hear me when I'm in there. She said with a grin. You can say anything you want and I can hear you too. Anything I want? Well within reason. She giggled. Though if you ask me to take my top off you won't be able to see much. Not from over here. You think I'd ask that? I asked, wondering what kind of man she thought I was. Just saying. She giggled again. This won't take long at all. She turned and pushed the chair out of the room while I lay on the table looking at the ceiling. Can you hear me okay? She asked me through the headphones. Yep. I answered the room. You. Loud and clear. Very good. Okay, now we're going to run you into the machine. Just hold really still and this will be over in a flash. She said just before the table started to move toward the massive donut-shaped machine. You know. Sometimes, when a really hot guy is in here, I think about him lying there, almost naked, I get so turned on. I can just imagine running the table down real low and stepping across it and sitting on his big, hard cock. I couldn't of course. That'd be wrong in all kinds of ways. But no one can really see what I'm doing in here so I can slip my pants down if I want to and finger myself. Oh? Are you? I asked, wondering why she was telling me this. Right now? Oh, Mr. Williams. That's for me to know and you to figure out. Now just hold real still for about 30 more seconds and we'll be done taking the pictures. That means no talking too. It makes your head move. I didn't answer, not wanting to move my head, but also not exactly sure what to say anyway. Oh yeah. So wet. I would have liked to see your cock. I could see it through your gown when we moved you off the bed in your room. So big and long. I bet it'd really fill my hot little cunny. Oh, so much better than a finger. She moaned softly in my earphones. I think we're almost done. Just keep holding still a few more seconds. Oichichichichichichia. God, I'm glad I don't have to hold still. Oh, shit. She squeaked loudly in my earphones. Oh, I think that does it. She gasped softly as the table started to move out of the massive machine. As soon as I was clear, I lifted my head to look at the glass-windowed control booth and saw her sitting, her head hanging down, clearly breathing heavily. After a few moments, she stood up and rolled the wheelchair back into the room, walking quite slowly. She stepped up to the side of the table and lifted the blanket off of me, her face clearly flushed. You didn't really just do that, did you? I asked, honestly surprised that she appeared to have done what she said she was doing. She looked around the room, almost as if to see if anyone was watching. Only one way to find out, isn't there? She asked in a whisper, reaching for my hand with one of hers. 
She spread her legs apart about a foot or two and with her free hand, pushed the front of her scrubs down, along with her underwear. I could see her little trim triangle of brown curls and her exposed pussy as she drew my hand toward her, gently guiding it between her legs. And feel how what I am. She cooed softly as she used my wrist to slowly push my hand back and forth between her legs, my fingers stroking her wet lips. Damn. I breathed as she continued to rub my fingers on her pussy, my middle finger slipping between her lips and dragging across her clit for one stroke before she pulled my hand out. Oh, that was a bad boy. She giggled as she moved my hand back away from her and pulled the front of her pants back up. But it really gave you such a nice hard on. Huh? I asked, looking down to see that my cock was completely exposed and rock hard. If you're trying to get me to climb onto you and fuck you, I can't do that. At least not this time of day. It's far too busy, but fuck it's tempting. She sighed. My husband wouldn't understand either. She said with a sad face, reaching out to grasp my exposed hard on. Come on. We better get you back to your room. I have others I need to take pictures of too. She said as she slowly stroked my shaft. I sure wouldn't mind feeling this make me full though. Damn it feels so nice. She said softly as she continued to stroke my cock. But we better get you back to your room. She said with a huge sigh. Sure, whatever you say. I answered, completely mystified by what the hell was going on. She helped me swing my legs over the edge of the table and then helped me move back to the wheelchair. She turned around, facing away from me, but staying right in front of the chair. She bent over in front of me, sticking her ass out at me as she reached past her right leg to mine to settle it on the footrest. You know, it'd be a real shame if my pants somehow fell down. She said as she shifted her weight and reached past her left leg for mine. She moved my left foot to the footrest and then stood there, her ass pushed out at me. Well? She asked, looking back at me. Well what? I asked in confusion. Men. She huffed, reaching up to her own waistband and quickly pulling her scrubs and panties down, leaving her ass and pussy pushing out at me completely bare. She reached between her legs, finding my hard cock with her soft little hand and then leaned her ass down, guiding me to her sopping wet pussy. Oh fuck! She moaned loudly as she rubbed my head between her lips and then settled her ass down on my thighs, my cock sliding slowly up into her. Oh goddamn yes. I felt my head press into her tight little pussy, the pressure building around my head and then the soft, silky, vaginal tunnel engulfing, squeezing, caressing my hard shaft as she settled down on me. She continued to slide down on me until her ass was on my thighs, my hard cock stuffed deep into her pussy. So fucking big. She moaned as she used the arms of the chair for leverage, starting to lift and drop herself on my cock. Oh yeah. She moaned softly as she worked her tight pussy up and down my shaft. Amy? Is he ready to go? We heard another female voice call from the doorway to the room. Almost. The little nurse on my lap called back, quickly jerking herself off my cock and trying to pull her pants up before whoever was coming in saw what she was doing. Everything okay, Amy? The other woman asked as she walked into the room we were in. Amy still trying to get her scrubs completely back in place. Yeah. Just have to put his blanket back on. She said as she reached for the blanket she had set on the table. Quickly spreading it over my exposed lap. Her pants were still not completely settled on her body. The tie loose enough that they were hanging on her hips threatening to slide down again. Damn this pair of pants. She said with a frown. That's the third time today that the tie has come undone. No fun. The newcomer said. A little more and your patient would be getting quite a show. We wouldn't want that, would we? She said as she tugged the string and tightened her pants again. I'll take him back to his room. The new nurse said with a smile. Here's the next one. She said handing a clipboard with a sheet of paper on it to her. Well, Mr. Williams, let's get you back to your room before Amy has another accident with her pants. Sounds like a plan. I answered, trying to unobtrusively make my heart on a little less obvious. The soft feminine chuckle told me I failed miserably. Several minutes later she rolled me into the room I started in, Tanya still waiting, sitting on the exam bed with her feet hanging over the side, swinging gently as she looked at her cell phone. She looked up at me and slipped off the table, her face beaming with a wide smile. You're back. I guess they decided you still have a brain? So it would seem. I agreed as the nurse rolled me to the side of the bed and removed the blanket from my lap. My half-hard cock was still exposed, drawing a raised eyebrow from the nurse as she reached out to help me get out of the chair and onto the bed, even though I really didn't need any help. Here you go. The doctor should be in as soon as he gets the results of the scan. Just hang out here and he'll be back with you soon. Yes, ma'am. 
I answered while she fussed with the blanket to cover me up. After spending way more time in the room than I would have expected necessary, she left the room and left Tanya and myself alone. So, she seemed overly interested in you. Oh, uh-huh. Looks like someone had a hard-on too. Tell me, did she slide her hand under the blanket and play with you in the elevator? Tanya asked in a soft, sultry voice, sliding her hand under the blanket to grab my cock. We weren't in the elevator, and no, she didn't. I answered with a frown. Well, someone did. Your cock is a little slick, she said as she stroked my quickly hardening cock. She pulled her hand out and sniffed her fingers. Uh-huh. Pussy juice. Someone was having a good time. I didn't. I started to protest until she reached out with her fingers and pressed them to my lips. S-H-H-H-H-H. It's okay. I'm not mad. Just so long as you left a little for me. She said as she reached up to her left shoulder and undid two buttons. She dropped her arm and the whole short, colorful dress slid down her body, leaving her in just her brow. With a wicked grin she reached behind her back and then moved her hands back to her chest. Wanna see em? I know you do. You love looking at tits and mine are big. I mean sexy hot, wanna fuck em big. She said with a grin before lowering her hands and letting the cups of her brow fall away and slide down and off. They're double E's. Ever suck a pair of tits this big? She cooed as she pushed the blanket aside to expose my heart on. She kicked her shoes off and climbed onto the bed, kneeling over me and holding the head of the inclined bed for balance. She reached between her legs and found my cock, lifting it toward her as she moved herself around to press my engorged head between her lips. Oh yeah? Just what I need. She moaned softly as she pressed herself down, her tunnel entrance resisting me for long seconds before I felt my head slip into her and bring a sigh from her. Oh fuck yes. Just what I want. God you make me feel so fucking full. She added in a soft moan as she began bouncing on me, short, little, choppy strokes up and down my shaft that spread more and more of her lubrication on my shaft until all of me was sliding wetly in and out of her incredibly tight tunnel. You like? She asked as I reached up and captured her massive tits in my hands. Oh god yes. I grunted as she rode up and down my cock, her tits bouncing in my hands as I tried to aim her rock-hard nipples at my mouth. In and out I slid, her pussy gobbling me hungrily with each stroke down my shaft. I opened my mouth and sucked the front of her tit in, swirling my tongue around and around the rigid nub. Yeah. That's it. Suck my tit while I ride your fantastic cock. Oh god damn, I can't believe I didn't do this before. So fucking good inside me. I groaned around her nipple as she changed her motion, rocking her hips as well as bouncing up and down, the new motion dragging her clit along the top of my rock-hard shaft with each stroke into her. Oh yeah? I've been waiting to come since they took you out of here. Oh my god yes. Gonna come so hard on you sweetie. Oh fuck. Come with me. Come deep in me. She cried, surprising loudly given our surroundings. Up and down she bounced, harder and faster as her body started to tremble. Suddenly she slammed herself down on me, one hand moving from the bed behind my head to her own pussy, rapidly frigging her own clit as her body shook and trembled, her pussy spasming and squeezing my cock. She sat on me for long seconds, playing with her clit while her body shook and trembled. Finally she moved her hand back to the bed and started sliding again, slowly at first and then faster and harder again. Come for me baby. Fill me up with your cum. She moaned as she pushed me closer and closer to climax. I heard as much as saw the door open, but was too far gone to warn Tanya. Moments later my body jerked, and I felt a massive surge of cum lance up into her. Tanya felt it too and jammed herself down on me again, her pussy contracting around my pumping cock. My body jerked over and over as I pumped cum deep in her pussy. I leaned back, having released her tit from my mouth when the door opened. Oh damn. I groaned as my cock remained inside Tanya, twitching gently. Well, that isn't exactly what I think was a good activity for a head injury. The nurse that had brought me in the first time said as she stepped next to the bed. But I can certainly understand the enticement, dressed, or undressed as he is. Oh yeah? Hard to resist this cock. Tanya grinned. Well, I have to do vital signs again, if you want to climb off. The nurse said, clearly irritated. Oh. Yeah. Tanya said with a girlish giggle. Sorry. This isn't going to help your blood pressure. The nurse said as I watched Tanya pulling her panties and dress on, not bothering with the bra. I felt the blood pressure cuff inflate on my arm while Tanya pulled her dress up to her waist, her fantastic-looking tits still visible. Yeah. Definitely high.
I suppose I could put in the notes that you just fucked your wife. The nurse mumbled. Oh, I'm not his wife. Tanya said as she buttoned the dress over her shoulder. His girlfriend? Well, not officially. Tanya said with a grin. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Fucked his not girlfriend. She said as she made notes on the tablet computer. Try and keep the activities to a minimum until the doctor gets here, okay? The nurse said disapprovingly, before walking out the door. She was a little miffed. Probably wanted to fuck you too. Tanya giggled as she leaned against the side of the bed and fixed the blanket covering my lap. Once my blanket had me adequately covered she reached for my hand and lifted it to rest on her left breast, only the thin dress between my hand and her nipple. Better, she said with a nod, at the risk of sounding ungrateful. Why? Why what? Why the sex? This? I said rubbing my hand on her chest. Why the sudden attention like this? I mean we've only talked professionally at work. Never even discussed anything that I thought would lead to this. So why? Can't a girl just decide she likes a guy or wants a guy? I guess. I just thought you had a thing about dating at work. Who said we're dating? You wanna be dating? So what are we doing? Just fucking. She said with a little wiggle of her head and hips. No big deal. Just fucking. And no. You may not tell anyone at work that we're doing it. Wouldn't think of it. I answered as the door opened again. A middle-aged man in a white coat came in looking at his pad computer. Mr. Williams. Dr. Schwartz. We've looked at the results of your CAT scan. Given your description of what happened, there's a real concern of brain trauma. In your case, we don't see any bleeding but your brain is most definitely swollen. It looks like it might already be starting to subside a little, but just to be safe, we'd like to admit you and do the scan again in the morning. If it continues to go down then we can probably let you go home and rest. Any questions for me? Just one. I have a constant headache. Can you do anything about it? That too should go away. But for now, I can give you something for it. Any other questions? Is there any risk of permanent damage? Tanya asked. Not that we know of, but brain injuries are odd ducks. Everyone seems to be different. So we'll just have to wait and see. So far there appears to be no permanent impairment. Of course changes in personality, speech patterns, that kind of thing can always happen. I thought about that for a few seconds before he added. Well, they should be in shortly to move you up to the floor. I'll see you tomorrow morning. He said as he abruptly turned and walked out of the room. Well, I guess you're not going back to work today. Tanya said. Yeah, you should go back. No, I'll stay. At least until you're settled into your room. She protested mildly. Afraid to leave me? Oh no. Just afraid that little nurse that brought you back from the CT will come back and want to jump your bones. She said with a grin. You need to keep your strength up, you know. Yeah, sure. I muttered. I sat there in silence, Tanya gently stroking the back of my hand and my arm, almost as if she were afraid to get too far away. In many ways she was acting much like I would have expected a wife to act, concerned, loving, and protective. None of which I had ever expected to see from her, or had any inkling was harbored within her. I was still pondering in silence when a nurse rolled a wheelchair into the exam room. Mr. Williams. I hear you're going to be staying the night with us. So it seems. I answered as she rolled the chair next to the bed. She locked the wheels so that it wouldn't move and then helped me slide from the bed and settle in the chair. You can come along with us. The nurse said to Tanya as she backed me away from the bed. She wheeled me to the elevator with Tanya in tow. We rode in silence up to the third floor and then down the hall to a room. The curtains were pulled around the bed next to the one I was apparently intended to stay in. It only took a few minutes to get me settled and then she disappeared, pausing to give my hand a friendly squeeze along with a radiant smile. Well, I'm settled. I told Tanya. You can go back to work if you want. I'm not sure I want. Well, someone has to get some work done. Seems like I'm not going to for a few days. Yeah, well, there is that. Any orders for your peeps? I chuckled at her comment. Yeah. Have Bob cover my two o'clock meeting with sales. Sure. I can do that. She said cheerfully, leaning over the side of the bed to kiss my cheek. You be good. I'll be back tonight to check on you. She whispered. Looking forward to it. I answered, only half believing the answer I gave. I was enjoying her attentions, maybe even more than I wanted to admit. But at the same time I was somewhat troubled by both the sudden change in her and the response of the young nurse in the cat lab. Neither of these events seemed to correlate to expected norms, 
and my engineering-trained brain didn't like anomalies, even sexy ones. I set to work trying to resolve the inconsistencies even before Tanya turned at the door to blow me a kiss. A pretty little nurse came in a few minutes later and gave me two little white pills. I honestly don't even remember falling asleep, since the morning news was on when I woke up, there was little chance that I hadn't. The curtain was halfway pulled around the bed in the other half of the room, so I presumed I had a roommate, though I had no idea who. That bed was empty when I came in, so I really didn't know who I was sharing a room with. Good morning, Mr. Williams. A middle-aged woman said, walking into the room with a tray. You slept straight through dinner, so I suspect you're quite hungry. Famished. I answered as she set the tray down on the little table and rolled it in place over me. Enjoy, she said before returning to the hallway. She came back moments later with another tray. Mr. Reedon. Time for breakfast, she said as cheerfully as she had with me. I heard a definite female voice respond from the other side of the curtain. Miss, I said as she came back around the curtain to head out the door. Yes, sir, she asked when she drew close. Was that my roommate or his wife? Oh, that was your roommate's wife, she said quietly. Oh, okay. I was wondering for a moment. No problem, Mr. Williams. Enjoy your breakfast. To say I was hungry was an understatement. Even hospital food tasted good this morning, and within a very few minutes I'd scarfed the entire meal. I lay my head back and closed my eyes again, the effects of the medicine they'd given me still making me feel a little sleepy. Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams. I heard as my shoulder was gently shaken. Huh. I groggily responded. Time to take you down for your CT. The soft feminine voice said cheerfully. Oh. Okay. I answered as she rolled the covers back to help me into the wheelchair she brought. I was still sleepy as she helped me into the chair. It was a short ride down to the CT room and I was slightly disappointed to see that the young thing from the day before wasn't there, but instead was a male technician. He was all business and soon had me photographed and back on my way to my room. The nurse settled me back into my bed with a wide smile. I settled in to wait for the doctor to see the results and hopefully cut me loose. Good morning, Tanya said brightly as she walked into my room wearing a very short black miniskirt and a gray, long-sleeved, button-down blouse. I was somewhat surprised to see her but even more surprised when I realized that her breasts were completely free under the gray blouse, the soft globes wiggling with each move she made. Well, morning. I didn't expect to see you this morning. I finally answered, ripping my eyes from her wiggling boobs. No? You really expected me to go to work with you in here? Not a chance, she said as she sat down on the edge of the bed. So have they come and taken you for your pictures yet? Pictures? Yeah. Your CT? Oh, yes. They have. Now I'm just waiting for the doctor to review the results. I answered her as another nurse strode into the room pushing a small cart. Good morning, the nurse said brightly as she walked around the side of my bed. How do you feel about getting cleaned up this morning? A shower? Sounds like a good idea. I answered her, pushing myself up to swing out of bed. Oh, I'm afraid not. Your chart doesn't show you're allowed a shower. She answered. Not a shower? What then? I think she means a sponge bath. Tanya said with a grin. Should I leave while the two of you get naked? She continued with a little giggle. Oh, I won't be getting naked the nurse said, still smiling. But you, sir, shall be. She continued, looking at me. So, it's up to you, but your wife can stay if it's all right with you. Otherwise, she can wait down the hall if you prefer. Oh, I'm sure he wouldn't mind if I stayed, but I'll leave you two alone just the same. Tanya volunteered, getting up from the end of the bed. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. She grinned as she turned to walk out of the room. Well, shall we? The nurse said, stepping to the curtain and pulling it all the way around the bed so that we were curtained off from the rest of the room. She leaned toward me and pulled the gown down off my arms, leaving it laying over my lap and then pulled the blankets all the way down to my feet. So have you had a sponge bath before? She asked quietly, moving to the cart and dipping a cloth into the basin of water sitting on top of the cart. She smiled at me and rubbed a small squirt of liquid soap into the white cloth. Turning back to me, she rubbed her hand around on the cloth, lathering it up slightly before stepping back over to me. She gently rubbed the cloth around on my chest, working the wet suds down to my waist and then up again toward my arms. She lifted my right arm, washing it gently and then laying it on the bed. She leaned against the side of the bed, trapping my hand where she lay it with her body my hand pressing into the juncture of her legs. She rubbed the cloth up and down my arm, 
wiggling her hips slightly as she did, the motion grinding herself against my fingers. Naughty boy. She whispered with a grin as she finished my left arm and lay it on the bed, leaning over me even farther. Huh? I whispered back in confusion as she, still leaning against the bed in my hand, reached down and pulled the gown off of me, leaving me laying completely naked. You can't fool me. I know what you want to touch. She whispered as she moved away from the bed, turning to rinse the cloth in the basin of water. She stood there rinsing and wringing it a few times and then turned back to me, carefully stepping against the bed again, and pressing her pussy against my hand. Now let's get this part rinsed, she said softly, still grinning. As she rinsed my chest she wiggled her hips slowly, grinding herself against my hand. Her face was clearly flushed as she reached across me again, lifting my left arm and gently stroking the washcloth up and down its length. She pulled her body from the edge of the bed to free my hand and then lifted my right arm, gently rinsing it as she had the left. Still holding my hand, she turned and pulled the little cart toward us, dropping the washcloth into the basin. She looked around, as if someone could see us through the curtain that surrounded us, and still holding my hand with one of hers, let her free hand slide up under her scrub top to her waist, tugging the string that held her pants in place. I stared at her as she wiggled her hips and let the colorful, baggy pants fall down over her butt and slide down to her legs. I could see a pair of plain white bikini panties peeking from under the scrub top, which she reached for as soon as her scrub bottoms had fallen. She licked her lips, grinned at me and then pulled the front of her panties down, wiggling her hips to work them lower with one hand, leaving them clinging around her upper thighs. She closed her eyes and pressed my fingers between her legs, sliding them through her dark brown curls and then against her hot wet pussy lips. She opened her mouth in a silent O as she let go of my hand and pressed herself against the bed and my hand again. She stood there for several seconds, grinding her pussy against my fingers before she twisted enough to reach the cloth in the basin again. She reached with the wet cloth for my suddenly growing cock, and gently rubbed the wet cloth over and around my cock. With a grin she set the cloth aside and picked up the bottle of soap and gently dribbled a few drops on my nearly rigid shaft. Let's get this cleaned up too. She whispered as she set the soap back on the cart. She reached with both hands for my cock and wrapped them around my shaft, slowly rubbing them up and down its length. That's it. Just let me wash you. She cooed softly, her hands stroking up and down my fat cock, her right hand sliding over my head teasingly. She continued to stroke up and down my shaft, and at the same time grind her pussy against my fingers. Holding my cock, she leaned down and whispered ever so quietly to me. I'd love to fuck this cock, but we both know that can't happen. But that doesn't mean you can't put something else in me. Huh? I quietly asked, not quite sure what she had in mind. With a grin she let go of my cock, bent herself over and worked one leg of her scrubs off her foot, followed by her panties. With her pants and underwear hanging on one leg, she lifted the other, resting it on the bed next to mine, the position spreading her legs apart, and exposing even more of her pussy. She reached for my hand again, and gently guided it to her pussy. Put your fingers in me. She breathed ever so quietly as my fingers touched her sopping wet pussy lips. I rolled my hand over and pressed my middle finger between her wet lips, finding the entrance to her tunnel and pressing my finger up into her as she reached for and grabbed my cock with her right hand. Oh God, yes. She moaned softly as I pushed my finger up into her in time with the strokes of my cock. Up and down her hand went, and in and out my middle finger went, clearly coaxing her closer to a climax. She shifted her leg, moving it across one of mine so her knee now rested almost against my balls. So good. She breathed softly, leaning even further onto the bed. I stroked my finger up into her in time with the strokes of my hand on her pussy, her hips rocking and lifting in time with her own motions on my rock-hard shaft. M. She cooed softly, leaning farther across the bed, her knee lifting up and over my thigh so that as she leaned toward me a little more her legs slipped across mine leaving her now essentially straddling me. It didn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what was going to happen next. Even though she said very clearly that fucking couldn't happen, within a few more moments she lifted herself onto the bed straddling my hips and aiming my cock for her wet pussy. She opened her mouth wide as she rubbed my engorged head between her wet lips and pressed down on me, gasping softly as she pressed herself down over me. Uh, uh. She gasped quietly as she started to bounce on me, each stroke down forcing more and more of myself into her incredibly tight pussy. Up and down she bounced her body jabbing her pussy down on me until she had nearly all of my length into her surprisingly petite pussy. I could feel my head pressing on her cervix with still almost two inches of my shaft still sticking out of her. She held her mouth open, closed her eyes and began to lift and lower herself on me, driving my cock up into her over and over. 
She'd only been doing so for a few strokes when her legs started to tremble. Oh God. She gasped as her pussy clenched around me, making her already tight tunnel even tighter. She continued to stroke up and down, my cock sliding wetly in and out of her. S-H-H-H-H-H-H. Tanya whispered as she stepped into the curtain off space. I can hear that in the hallway. Oh God. The nurse squeaked in surprise, trying to get her legs to work to climb off of me. She quickly pulled up and off my cock and then climbed off the bed, feverishly trying to get her panties and scrubs back on her leg. She pulled the scrubs up and stood there trembling, her face red with embarrassment. She reached for the cloth in the basin and quickly went back to washing me, cleaning her juices off of my cock and then working down my right leg. As she reached my left leg Tanya's hand reached out to hers, clasping the nurse's hand in hers. S-H-H-H-H-H-H. She said again, before taking the cloth from her. Tanya tossed it at the basin and then drew the nurse's hands back to my cock, wrapping them both around my fat shaft. She held the nurse's hands and began to stroke up and down my cock again, coaxing her to finish what she started earlier. Tanya smiled at her, letting her know it was okay before leaning over toward the nurse, her face moving next to the nurse's. She turned her face and gently kissed the nurse's cheek, softly kissing millimeter by millimeter down her cheek to her lips, softly kissing her mouth. The nurse's stroke slowed as Tanya kissed her, her breathing growing deeper with each passing moment. Tanya moved her hands from the bed to her own blouse and started to unbutton it, freeing her bare breasts to swing free over me as she undid the buttons on the cuffs. She slipped the shirt off, leaving her topless and then moved her hands behind her, unzipping the skirt and pushing it down. Oh damn. I groaned softly as she stood there naked next to my bed, still kissing the little nurse. Her hands moved to the nurse's shoulders and then down her back, the two continuing to share the long, hot, wet kiss. Tanya pulled up on the scrub top, working it up her body until she had to let go of my cock to pull it over her head and off. Her hands moved back to the young woman's back, unfastening the bra strap and easing it off, leaving her standing on the other side of the bed, bare from the top up, her little bee-cup breasts and rock-hard nipples poking out. Now he has something to look at. Tanya whispered as she drew the nurse's hands down to my cock again, the two of them wrapping their hands around me and slowly stroking my engorged shaft. Up and down they stroked, their hands intertwined and sharing my cock as much as they were sharing kisses. With Tanya's pussy so close I couldn't help but reach for her. She felt my fingers between her legs and shifted her weight, lifting one knee onto the edge of the bed to spread her legs apart. I rolled my hand over and stroked my fingers along her wet lips, teasing up between them as she and the nurse stroked my cock. M. She moaned into the nurse's mouth as I pushed my finger up into her pussy. I reached with my other hand and gently cupped and stroked the nurse's little breasts, teasing my fingers across her hard nipple as the tingle in my cock grew and spread. I arched my back, trying to hold back as long as I could, not really wanting to lose the view before me, or what I was touching. Ah! I grunted as my body bucked, no longer able to contain itself. A shot of cum lanced up into the air, hitting Tanya in the neck as she leaned slightly farther across me than the nurse. Time and again my cock spurted into the air, each shot landing on one of the two's tits before my flow reduced to a contented drool out the tip of my cock and across their hands. Tanya pulled her face from the nurse's and straightened up, keeping my fingers between her lips. Keep going, lover. Almost there. She whispered, wiggling her hips in time with my fingers, my cum sliding down and dripping off her chin and tits. Almost. She moaned. Oh yeah? Perfect. Perfect. She gasped as her body shuddered in climax. I could feel her juices leaking around my finger and across my hand as she half sat half leaned on the bed. She stood there panting, as the little nurse leaned across me to wash my cum off Tanya's tits, Tanya still holding my softening cock in her hand. It was quite frankly disappointing to watch the nurse and Tanya dressing again after finishing my bath and putting a fresh gown on me. The nurse blew me a kiss and then pushed the curtain back to leave, leaving Tanya and I alone, except of course for the guy in the next bed. I wondered what he had to be thinking about this time. As it turned out, it wasn't him I should have been worried about. Not him at all. I'd never even seen him, the curtain between us pulled the whole time. His wife on the other hand, I'd seen her walk by a number of times, never really paying much attention to me one way or the other, though it seemed to me that she must have had a thyroid problem or something the way she seemed to be always fanning herself when I saw her. Tanya was sitting on the end of the bed, her back against the footboard, one leg hanging over the side of the bed, the other across my legs, her legs splayed wide with her position, making her pussy, uncovered by anything but her short skirt, completely exposed. Well, how are you doing? The doctor asked as he whisked into the room. 
Tanya moved her leg down to cover herself and stood up on the opposite side of the bed from the doctor. The results of the CAT scan confirm that the swelling is going down. I'd like to keep you under observation until the swelling goes all the way down, but all your other results look good. If you can promise me that you'll take it easy at home and have someone there to look after you, I can let you go home. I can assure you doctor that he will take it easy. Tanya said sternly. He looked back and forth between Tanya and myself, and then nodded. All right. We'll go ahead and release you. I'll give you a list of things to keep an eye on. Otherwise, rest for another couple days and you should be back to normal. Okay. Thanks, Doc. I answered, shaking his hand. It took another two hours before we were out of the hospital and headed home. Since it was lunchtime we stopped at a Burger King for a sandwich, Tanya hanging on my arm as we walked in and ordered. Getting our food, we found a booth that was vacant and sat down to eat. She was young, maybe mid-twenties or so, long brown hair, thin body and a modest-sized chest. She sat at a table some distance away where I had to look past Tanya to see her, smiling at me almost continuously. I suppose I wouldn't have even noticed her at all if I hadn't tripped over one of her feet that was sticking out in the aisle, but I had and couldn't help but notice her after I sat down. As I sat and ate, I also couldn't help but notice that she kept looking around, almost as if to see who was looking, and then reaching down under her table to inch her already short skirt up a little higher. When she knew I was looking she'd spread her legs and smile at me, almost as if encouraging me to look up her skirt. I looked down to where her fingers were stroking the inside of her thigh, and couldn't help but notice that she had on pink underwear. As I watched she slid her fingers up under her skirt and pulled the material aside, exposing her young round pussy lips for several seconds before slipping the material back in place and then looking around guiltily before turning back and grinning at me. What has your attention? Tanya asked, leaning toward me. Oh, nothing. I answered quickly. Oh, doesn't seem like nothing. She said, twisting in her seat to look around and find the young woman still sitting, smiling at me, her fingers slowly stroking her again exposed pussy lips. Oh, I see. Tanya said a few seconds later. She looked back at me and then back to the young woman again. To my complete surprise she twisted farther and crooked her finger at the young woman, inviting her closer. She got up, picked up her tray and walked over to us, sliding into the booth next to Tanya as she slid over to make room. Hi, she said simply as she sat down. I'm Tanya and this is Robert, Tanya said quietly. I'm Rebecca, but everyone calls me Becky, she said quietly. After several long silent seconds Tanya leaned over and whispered. I see you were flashing your pussy at my boyfriend. I didn't mean to do anything. She protested quickly, pulling away from Tanya and looking like she was going to get out of the booth and run away. S-H-H-H-H. It's all right. He enjoys looking at pussy. But if you're going to flash that, don't you think you should show him your breasts too? You're not mad? Really? Not one bit. Tanya said with a shrug. I just thought you'd want to get a little closer. Well, I have to admit. For an older guy, he's pretty hot. I think so. Tanya agreed. So go ahead. Show him your sexy titties. Here? Why not? You were just flashing your pussy at him. She smiled back. Becky looked around quickly and then lifted her shirt and bra up over her C-cup breasts, exposing them and her rock-hard nipples for several seconds before pulling her shirt back down again. Well, Robert? Well, what? I asked confused. Nothing to say? They're very nice young breasts. I answered, still not entirely sure what was happening. Well, I could see what was happening, but I sure as hell didn't understand the why. They are nice, aren't they? Tell me, Becky. Have you ever been with a couple before? A couple? You know. Had fun with a man and a woman at the same time? Um, no. I haven't. Would you like to? I mean, if you're willing, we could go someplace and, well, have some fun. Like have sex fun? Becky asked nervously. That's exactly what I mean. Just the three of us. A little consensual adult fun. I don't know. I mean, I've never. Had sex with another woman? First time for everything. Becky seemed to consider it a few seconds. No. I don't think I could. I mean, if he wanted to fuck, that'd be one thing. But I don't think I could do it with another woman. That's a shame. Tanya said, dropping one hand under the table. I saw Becky stiffen and then close her eyes as Tanya did something under the table I couldn't see. I suppose maybe. Becky whispered after a few moments. Good. I think we're all done anyway. How would you like to come home with us and ride on his big, fat, sexy cock? Uh-huh. Becky answered, her voice barely above a whisper. 
Tanya grinned, pulled her hand from under the table, one finger glistening with Becky's juices. She opened her mouth and stuck her finger in, licking it slowly like a small cock before she grinned back at me. You ready? Uh, yeah. I answered, still not sure of why but not particularly interested in complaining at the moment. Tanya led us out to the car and held the door open, pushing the passenger seat forward to expose the tiny back seat of the sports car. Me? I asked in surprise. No way I'm getting my legs behind your seat. Not you. Both of you. She said with a grin. It'll be nice and cozy. Yeah. With her laying on top of me. I answered with a frown. That is the idea, isn't it? In the car? Why not? She answered. So? Gonna get in? Come on. Becky coaxed, pulling my arm toward the open door. It'll be fun. I haven't made out in the back seat of a car since high school. Trust me, it's been a few more years for me. I said, allowing her to pull me closer to the door. She leaned against me and giggled before whispering in my ear. Wanna bet we can find a way to fuck? In there? There's gonna barely be enough room to move. Doesn't take too much room. Especially if I take these off now. She said, reaching under her skirt and sliding her little pink panties down. She bent over to step out of them and then pushed me toward the door again. I ducked my head and half crawled, half rolled into the seat with my back against the driver's side of the car and my feet in the passenger side foothold. Becky wasted no time climbing into the car on top of me, laying on me with a grin while Tanya closed the door behind us. She giggled again and waved her panties in front of my face while she lay on top of me. So, I don't have any underwear on. What do you suppose we should do about that? I suppose we could try to find a way. I answered, feeling her hands sliding between us to undo my pants. Trust me. I'll find a way. She giggled, as she worked my pants open and tried to push them down. Come on. Lift a little or I'll never get these down. She said, that silly little grin never leaving her face. I lifted my butt off the seat as well as I could in the tight confines and felt my pants and underwear slip down over my cheeks. Better. She giggled as her hand wrapped around my hard shaft, her arm trapped between us. Oh. I groaned softly as she rubbed my head between her full, round, very wet lips. She closed her eyes and I felt her push herself back against me, my head spreading and trying to force into her. Oh God. She moaned as my head suddenly pushed into her, her hot wet pussy gobbling up at least two of my inches. So good. She groaned as she started to undulate her hips, sliding herself on and off my shaft tiny little bits, more and more of me sinking into her with each little wiggle. I felt my head press against the end of her tunnel, her hot wetness enveloping almost my entire length. She shifted her weight, putting more on the knee that was down between my body and the back of the front seat, allowing her to lift herself a bit more on me. Can you reach my bra clasp? She whispered as she started to lift and lower herself on my shaft, working me in and out several inches with each stroke. Sure. I grunted, sliding one hand up her back and inside her shirt. I felt the clasp of her bra and flicked the little hook clasp, letting the elastic spring around her body. Better. She whispered. Now push my shirt up. If you want. I agreed, sliding my hand down her back enough to get her shirt in my hand and push it up her back. She ducked her head down and let me push the shirt up and over her head. She wiggled her arms and with some difficulty, pulled them from her shirt and bra, leaving her with nothing on but her skirt. With her mostly naked she lifted her chest from mine and began to rock her hips more earnestly, pumping her pussy on and off my shaft. Oh fuck yes. So goddamn good. She moaned loudly while she fucked me in the tight confines. You two having a good time back there? Tanya asked from the front seat. Oh god yes. Becky groaned. So so fucking good. How about it Robert? Enjoying the car ride? I have to say. I groaned. It's the most interesting ride I've had in a long time. Good. Tanya laughed. We're almost there, so unless you want to finish this at home. Uh Uh-huh. I grunted, wondering just how soon this incredibly tight pussy sliding up and down my shaft was going to finish me off. Becky, on the other hand, didn't have to wonder. As the car bounced going into the driveway, her climax washed over her with surprising intensity. Oh, fuck. She screamed into the car as her whole body suddenly went rigid above me, her pussy clenching and spasming around my hard shaft. There was little I could do but watch her as her body slowly dissolved into shudders and trembles that lasted longer than it took Tanya to park and shut down the car. Only then did her body start to sag against me with the drifting away of her incredibly hard climax. Well, I think we can get out now, Tanya said from where she was twisted around to watch us. 
I'll come around and let you out. Dressed like this? I asked as she closed the door on us to walk around the car. Becky was nearly naked, only wearing the small skirt, and that hiked up to her waist, and there was little or no chance for me to get my pants pulled up before unfolding from the back seat of the small car. Trust me. No one will care. And if they see, well, too bad for them. Tanya said with a grin as she held the door open and the seat back tilted forward for us to get out. Becky leaned her face down toward mine and gave me a long wet kiss before pushing herself up, sliding her sopping wet pussy off my cock, and then carefully backing her way out of the tight confines. She stood there, mostly nude, her hand held out for me to help me out of the back seat, my pants falling the rest of the way to my ankles as I worked my way out of the car. Sexy man. She whispered as I bent over to pull my pants up. No need to hide that cock at all, she said, trying to stop me from fastening my pants and tucking my still rock-hard cock out of sight. Seriously? Oh yeah? It's so fucking hot. She giggled, taking my hand and practically dragging me toward the front door of my house, leaving everything in the car except the skirt she still wore, with me following behind using my one free hand to hold my pants up as far as I could. We stood at the door, one of her hands digging in my pants pocket for keys and the other grabbing my still exposed cock, stroking it with a grin on her face that seemed to be permanently fixed there. She finally dug out my keys and unlocked the front door, pushing it open for the three of us to step through. Almost as soon as she was in the house she pushed the skirt off, leaving her completely nude as she stepped out of it and walked toward the living room. She turned around and for the first time I got to see a really good view of her whole body. Becky had a tiny patch of brown curls on her mound, neatly trimmed into what I would have to describe as an arrowhead. Her breasts wiggling and shaking as she walked backwards toward the sofa, each one hanging slightly down from where her bra had supported them. Tanya stepped past me, stripping off her own clothes, tossing them aside as she followed Becky to the sofa. With both of them nude, Tanya pushed Becky back toward the sofa she was standing in front of, gently pushing her back to lay down on it with her head one end. With a grin Tanya stepped around to the end of the sofa and leaned over it, crawling over the arms until her knees were on either side of Becky's head, her head hovering between Becky's legs. Oh yeah? Such a sexy little pussy. Tanya cooed softly before lowering her head down and stroking her tongue along Becky's lips. I stood there half-dressed for long seconds, staring at the two, Becky tentatively licking Tanya's pussy as Tanya licked and sucked her young pussy with abandon. Well, you gonna fuck me? Tanya asked with an almost irritated tone in her voice. Hell yeah. I answered, her snappish tone shaking me from my stupor of staring at the two sexy women licking each other. I stepped around to the end of the sofa, let my pants fall to my ankles and grabbed my cock to aim it at Tanya's clearly wet pussy. I rubbed my head up and down her wet slit, feeling Becky's tongue tease me each time I pressed it down toward her. I let my head engage into Tanya's tunnel entrance, and then felt her push back against me as I pushed toward her, driving myself into her until my hips pressed against her bare, firm ass. I started stroking in and out of her, knowing damn well that I wasn't going to last very much longer, given the attention Becky's young tight pussy had already administered to me. In and out I stroked, my hips slapping against Tanya's ass, Becky's tongue alternately teasing my cock and balls and Tanya's clit. Based on the sound of her moans into Becky's pussy, she was doing a good job too. In and out I stroked, the tingle and warmth of my impending climax spreading quickly through my body. Gonna come. I grunted moments before my body jerked, jamming my cock deep into Tanya and unloading a torrent of cum into her. I stood there panting, my body jerking and twitching as more cum pushed into her pussy, my cock finally subsiding as I felt my shaft soften in her. Oh god yes, that was good. Tanya said, pulling her face from Becky's pussy. You know sweetie, when you pull out someone's gonna get one hell of a load of your cream. Yeah. I answered, wondering what Becky was going to think of that. Why don't you go ahead and go sit and rest while this sweet thing and I finish up? Finish up? I wondered what she meant about that, but I was learning to just go with the flow. Too much had happened over the last couple days for me to get a handle on it, so going with the flow was about all I could do. I pulled my shrinking cock from Tanya's pussy, and was about to step back when Becky reached for my ass and kept me from pulling away. She tilted her head and stretched as far as she could, pulling me toward her so she could engulf my shrinking member with her hot mouth. Oh damn. I groaned softly as she licked and slurped my cum off my cock, licking me clean before releasing me. I took several steps back and dropped into the recliner across from the sofa and watched the two as they continued licking and teasing each other to another massive and mutually timed climax. It was barely mid-afternoon, but I was suddenly surprisingly tired. The three of us headed to my room, the girls stripping me completely before they helped me into bed and then climbed in with me.
The last thing I remembered before falling asleep was Becky whispering into my ear that when I woke up she was going to ride me like a fucking horse. To be continued.